behind the creative podcast. Today, we're here to talk to uh, two creative folks from BioLumina, Troy Clark, who's SVP Creative Director Art, and Ann Brown, who's SVP Creative Director Copy. And uh, we're going to find out about uh, their awesome campaign for AstraZeneca, the Be in the Know Disease Awareness Education website. Uh, they won an Apex Award. So congratulations. Thank um, you. Awesome. Thank you. Yep. Very happy for you both. And uh, so we're just going to jump right in. So um, first of all, I was, you know, I thought the campaign was just very powerful, um, very real and authentic. Um, so can you talk a little bit about, you know, sort of the impetus of, of um, how that uh, how that sort of materialized? Where did it start? Was it some insight research? The campaign is for non-small cell lung cancer and, um, and then the metastatic state, so stage four. So this is a pretty dire situation for patients and they want to get um, treatment started as soon as possible, which makes sense. Um, and then there's um, the ubiquitous advertising of immunotherapies. I think we've all seen them out there, or um, as we also call them, IOs, um, tend to start um, cause them to want to start with this kind of treatment, which in certain cases uh, makes sense, but it might not be the best choice if a patient's cancer is driven by a genetic mutation um, that can be targeted by a targeted therapy. So. Um, what we wanted to do was make sure that all patients were getting the appropriate treatment first. And the hesitancy of treating with a targeted therapy at times is um, that the mutation tests can take up to two weeks um, to get results. So, you know, they want to treat quickly right away for the stage four disease. Um, and we really wanted to make sure that they understood that the most important part of first-line treatment in um, this uh, metastatic stage was, um, was more important than treating fast. So we wanted to make sure right. that we were using very um, clear, concise, um, urgent language to ensure that that was getting across. Excellent. And it definitely absolutely um, delivered. So yeah, the, the photography is absolutely beautiful. Can you talk a little bit about that, Troy? Yeah, for sure. Top of mind, we use this high contrast black and white portraiture uh, to convey that more serious tone to match the urgency of topic. And, and it's because, as Anne said, the decision to give the right therapy to the right patient has a huge impact on outcomes. So, you know, with the waiting just a couple of weeks at the front end could certainly have a huge impact on survival outcomes. And then also, you know, the uh, black and white's chosen because when, when we eliminate color information for, for our brains to sort, we allow the mind to focus on nuances like our patient's expressions or that yeah. icon, that eye, it's that eye contact. You know, when you land, we call, we call this particular patient Harold. And when you land on that landing page and you immediately have that eye contact with Harold. Yeah. Right, you do, I, I, I feel that, you know, I can feel the urgency just in that, just from that, that very serious uh, stare that, that, that yeah. Harold, Harold has. And, and, you know, it, it sure doesn't hurt that our AZ, Mulberry, and Marigold 
brand colors have so much energy and feel so modern against the against sort of this black background that's that houses this beautiful black and white portraiture. It is so true. I mean, I'm I'm blown away by you know some sometimes people do people campaigns, right? It's expected, and yep. this just has this. And I immediately connect with him. I immediately connect with all of them. The use of color. There's there's such an art to branding hallmarks and how you use color and how you don't use color. Yeah. Um, it can sometimes be even more important. And I just was, it's so memorable and you can't, you know, I saw it a while ago and then I remembered it even when I went to sit down and refresh my, my memory with the campaign, I, I remembered exactly what it looked like. And that's incredibly powerful, especially whenever you're not dealing with a situation where you have some sort of ownable icon. One of the uh, parts of our uh, campaign in particular, and definitely you, you can see it on the page, and, and what um, Troy was saying um, before about the colors, it also really helps to get this uh, language, this, this simple, clear, direct language across to make sure that um, our that oncologists aren't making assumptions about a, a patient when they see them. And really mm -hmm. looking at the uh, data as opposed to uh, the, the looking at the genotype versus the phenotype to make sure that they are considering each individual and the best treatment for them as opposed to um, um, making it, uh, an assumption. So a lot of times people who have a, um, different types of um, biomarkers are um, often non-smokers um, and um, can, and in some cases, tend to be uh, female. So um, we just wanted to make sure that these assumptions weren't being made by our um, doctors and that they weren't waiting for these tests that, as I mentioned before, can take a little while. Right. Um, um, so... So we just wanted to make sure that's why the it, you have this starkness of the energy uh, imagery, excuse me, and then you also have this bold, um, very deliberate language that we really want to grab their attention and make them act as a result of it. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know one of the things that I loved about this is just you. Um, you were not even hesitating about using the word the color black. And I love that, you know, the, the dark backgrounds. I know whenever I first, you know, got in the industry and it was like, oh, you're not allowed to use black because, you know, black could say death. Well, you know what? These are metastatic patients and this is real, right? And I think, I think that was an excellent idea to actually use that, but you're using it against patients that are very determined and very resilient, right? Right, right. Um, and so they are in they have they have some darkness around them but they're you know they're still confident and they're still resilient and it's just very authentic and real and i loved the bravery of that i love the fact that you you know didn't apologize for using you know a dark background yeah thank you um it it it, it was it was a bold move and we th and we thought that the you know there's something about that pin light where where you're we're literally just shining a light right right on those expressions, those beautiful yeah. expressions. Yeah, absolutely. That definitely comes across. Um, Michael, did you want to jump in and and uh, 
I know you had some some questions as well. I think we we touched on the color a, a lot for this, but I think when we talk about connecting the the topic to the individuals, I think um, touching on the message a little bit too, a little bit more. Was there any back and forth on on the way to frame the message, whether it be blunt or a little bit more elaborate? Because I think the imagery that's being used really just it, it nails it correctly. And I think to Tina's point, the the colors work perfectly. But around the, the messaging and the tone, was there any conversations or back and forth on, on that before we landed on where we're at now? Uh, definitely, there was a lot of conversation. It's a very straightforward and direct way of speaking to oncologists, which um, is not typical in the market. But um, what we were thinking about is testing for these mutations in a metastatic setting is the, the oncologists are saying they're doing it and they're, we're going to get pushback on this, but what they say and what the data shows mm -hmm. um, don't necessarily align. Okay. Um, so it was trying to come up with a way to kind of grab their attention, shake them up a little and get them to really think about what they're actually doing, the actions they're actually taking, as opposed to what they may believe they're doing. So it was a it was a balance of trying to grab their attention, but also, you know, they're oncologists, they know what they're doing, they know this is a dire situation. So making sure that we didn't say um, imply anything outside of that, but just to kind of remind them about the why of testing. Right, right. You know, it's it's interesting that you say that because. Um, you know, I always go back to sort of the insights that you gather before you even start a campaign. And I remember one time we were talking to some uh, some physicians and they, you know, we were talking about a situation that could happen that rages out of control in a cancer situation with chemo. And they all said, well, I, I know how to handle that. I know how to handle that. And then it was like, well, does it ever happen? Oh yeah, it happens. Then what do you do? Oh, I wish I had something else or I wish I had done something else. You know, so it was, it was very interesting because, you know, the initial answer is often like, I, I know exactly what to do, but then the data, like you said, sometimes shows something completely different and you have to sort of work that into how you're gonna speak and what the messaging is going to be. Exactly. And we also really loved this idea of a, a first, you know, one chance at first line and, and really speaking yeah. to this idea of thinking about um, patients, especially as survivorship is just growing more and more in the case, cancer population um, of just ensuring that there's that all oncologists are continuing to think about not just first line, but second line, third line, and making sure that each of those decisions are the best possible decision for each uh, patient. We, you know, personalized medicine is such a big part of oncology right now. And just right. ensuring that that's, you know, a really thoughtful consideration. And it's not just about one treatment, but really thinking about the plan as a whole. Absolutely. You know, if you don't start off right, what's what's that going to mean down the line so um yeah and, and, and for these patients um you know often if they're if they are started off on an io it might it could even affect their chances of of having a targeted therapy work well in second line so you really do need to think uh you we have to start off on the right foot for the right patient um critically from a targeted perspective a targeted therapy perspective. Absolutely, absolutely. Was there, um, I'm curious about, you know, did you test other concepts? What was, 
you know, why did this one rise to the top? Um, sure. Um, you know, I think that this concept has a, has a funny birth. It's it's a little it's a little non traditional, and it's a, and it actually happened just before I started with Biolumina. But uh, let let's let's see how how I can do for the short version. Um, it started out as a as a more regional campaign, uh, where we were targeting uh, specific um, regions. I believe sh the Chicago area was was oh, okay. was specifically a targeted region, and then it kind of snowballed out. It it, it did such a great it it had such a great uh, reaction that 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 we leveraged it out uh, more broadly. And more broadly, and so I don't believe it started with traditional research roots. And could you that's know? correct. So basically, um, this uh, campaign was created to cover off on a you know a specific uh, disease state awareness um, strategy, and um, so we didn't use like uh, traditional qualitative market research um, for this. Uh, we kind of. Uh, took uh, top level reactions. And then we've also um, have analytics on how the this website's doing. And, um, you know, during the first 12 months, it saw over 160,000 visitors, and they stayed on an average of over a minute, which is kind, which is kind of crazy to think about. That's a, a long time on a site. Um, and over 80% of that traffic was on um, mobile devices and 25% came from social networks. So it's just really interesting to see how it's impacting um, now that it, you know, in market, um, given that it didn't have that traditional market research uh, prior yeah. to being released. Yeah, no, and, and that happens from time to time. You know, it's, it, there are different I think I think every single time you work on a brand, there's a slightly different story about how how it really comes to life, right? Yeah. So that makes that makes sense. I mean, we we get we're really excited. We're we're very uh, lucky um, that we get to think in all all different ways, especially from a um, unbranded perspective, to kind of reach these different um, um, high level strategies. So it, it's been it's been a really um, great great um experience for us all together that's awesome i i love working on on branded um you know it it's just really it's a, it's a chance to educate and be very provocative um and really prepare you know for a, either a future launch or a future indication or something that's going to really change the world right and you know uh, working in oncology today is is so exciting because so many so many awesome things are happening um and it's changing every day uh yeah. so um, yeah we feel really lucky to work in this field it's just such a you know there's so many breakthroughs exactly exactly as you said we just we just feel inc incredibly lucky to be able to be a part of it absolutely and the and you know the the fact that Biolumina's focus is is in oncology is you know it's a, it's something that that each of us comes to work together with a very common goal and 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 so um, thank you for the for the time to to share some of our work. Yeah, no, this was this was awesome, and no, I know it it really um, you know 
we're not um, selling Cheetos here. So it's, it's, uh, it is, it's very rewarding uh, area to work in, especially today when so many amazing things are happening. And, you know, these are the kind of campaigns that are going to really um, change behaviors of physicians and, and help them, you know, save lives. So it's, it's, it's awesome. It's an awesome campaign. Congratulate, um, congratulating both of you on it um, for your Apex Award. And um, we have them coming up again this year. They'll be in person, which is we're really excited about in New York. So, oh, awesome! Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's amazing. We also want to make sure that um, to you know give a shout out to all our other colleagues who definitely had a, a very heavy hand in, in putting together uh, this particular campaign. And I mean, we we couldn't do it without our our partners who are just such great colleagues to work with. We love working with them. Indeed. Best team ever. That's awesome. There's there's nothing like that. And there's so many, you know, there's so many people that make these campaigns happen. It's just hard to even sometimes name them all. Yeah. Uh, so I I completely respect that. So once again, everybody, um, we were speaking with Troy Clark, SVP Creative Director of Art, and Ann Brown, SVP Creative Director of Copy from Biolumina on their uh, disease awareness campaign. And um, we got to know a lot about it and understand, you know, the, the thinking behind a campaign that's really going to change behavior. So I'm so grateful for your time. And this has just been awesome. And I'm so appreciative. And I hope you guys have an awesome weekend. Thank you so much. It was so nice talking to you. Thanks so much, Tina. Always a pleasure.